Hello, plant lovers. Welcome to another episode of Herbaceous Conversations with a Silly Herbs and Botanica. I'm your host, Gloria, and this is a space to delve into the knowledge of plant medicine, a spotlight for African botanicals, and to empower you with practical and applicable information to enhance your well-being. For more information, please visit backtosilly.com. Hey, hey, everyone. All right, so today's episode is an extension of a previous episode where we talked about the five ways that herbs nourish the nerves. You guys love that episode. It's one of the top five episodes, and I wanted to expound on it today. Um, And this topic was requested specifically. So we're going to be talking today about um, anxiety and how you can help your body, um, how do I say, just really owning your anxiety and ways that you can sustain your body so you have less anxious moments, if that makes sense. Um, yeah, and I hope this is helpful, especially during these times where, you know, times are changing, the world is literally changing <laughs> before our eyes. It's a great time to be alive, you guys. It's a great time. So, and granted, you know, on the surface, things may look scary, which may cause people, you know, to go into fear and anxious um, states of being. However, I hope this episode will bring you more understanding to what goes on in the body. uh, So that way you can own your body awareness and really own your health. That's really what I'm all about. So, the body. The body really likes... um, polar opposites it really works on polarities i think that's really just a general law of nature to be quite honest um that's reflected in the body so if you look of course there's positive and negative charges um ions and cations um what else i'm trying to think of other examples that's all i can think of right now (laughs) but um yeah, the body really thrives on these polar opposite ends of a spectrum for functionality. And the key here is to find the balance between the two. Oh, the other example was um, acid and alkaline. So the key here is to find balance. I've talked about this before on my Instagram, but I really want to reiterate it again. So finding that balance between those opposite ends within the body is essential to um, owning your health and being aware of what's going on in the body so um, in that previous episode nourish the nerves I discussed certain herbs that I tend to suggest to clients specifically regarding their uh, symptoms with anxiety and their I have, there are four different categories. So there are sedatives, nervines, adaptogens, and nutritives. Caffeine is like a sub, depending on, you know, the composition of the body. But those four types of herbs will really guide you as to what you need for your body and what your nervous system needs. So the nervous system, it's like, a, um, it's really the body's conductor, right? It's an electrical an electrical current that has a lot of functions i 
yeah, has a lot of functions and um, primarily, you know, communicating different messages throughout the body, making sure the body's connected in that way, and then distributing um, certain nutrients, right? So in today's episode, I really want to emphasize on minerals and mineral balance. Now, studies have showed time and time again that in regards to mood disorders, um, so anxiety, there's so many different kinds of anxiety, right? There's generalized social anxiety, um, post, post depression. Um, what else? There's just so many obsessive compulsive disorder. There's so many variations of anxiety, regardless of the variation. There's a distinct, um, denominator and that is the relationship between your lifestyle, your food, um, and any, you know, external supplements that you're taking to manage that, specifically honing in on lifestyle and your diet. Those two will significantly impact your, um, the occurrence of your anxious symptoms that you're, that you're going through. So, and like any disease really, at the base of it is inflammation. Dr. Morse, he's a naturopathic doctor. He emphasizes this all the time that regardless of the disease or illness that you're dealing with, the cause is always inflammation. So <clears throat> finding ways to reduce inflammation that will, if you pinpoint that, that'll help you find a more long-term solution, especially in regards to anxiety. So this mineral balance. So in that previous episode, I did speak on a little bit about the parasympathetic system and the sympathetic system and their roles in the body. So today I want to hone in on the dominance of those two, right? Because in that episode, I talked about, you know, the dominance, which is the hyperactivity, excuse me, of the nervous system versus a weakness. So that's like the sluggish, um, you know, brain fog, just really lethargic um, functioning nervous system. So in the case of parasympathetic dominance, um, imagine like a seesaw. And on one end, you have potassium. And on the other, you have calcium. Now these two minerals, they work together. However, they are polar opposite ends of one another. So in the case of a parasympathetic dominance, typically the ions of calcium are higher in concentration around the cells, right? The extracellular fluid um, versus the potassium. Um, it's also it's actually also higher, um, has higher concentrations, but it's within the cell. So there's that balance there. And versus a, let's see here, a sympathetic dominance where the calcium has higher concentrations within the cell versus the potassium has having lower concentrations within the cell. So there's that balance there. And then you can see the correlation. So for example, with the sympathetic system, right? So let's say you're stressed, right? You get stressed out really easily. Now in the case here, the those calcium ions will increase even more 
within the cell it's already it already has naturally has a higher concentration so in that case of that sympathetic response the calcium will increase and thus so your blood has an influx of calcium which calcium in high concentrations it gets hard you know hence kidney stones <laughs> so but within the vessel that's where it can get lethal right this is where um uh, heart disease and high blood pressure that are related to stress. That's, that's how it happens. And that's actually why, um, pharmaceutically that they, um, administer calcium blockers to inhibit that response. However, if you acknowledge, you know, understanding what goes on in the body, you can then find ways to reduce that, um, that reaction that goes on in the body. Now, the key here. I can talk about minerals, right, and balance all day, but I do want to hone in, before I get into that, I do want to hone in about stress management. Now, within the research, yes, they hone in on lifestyle. Yes, they hone in on food. Another thing that they really highly suggest, the other thing that makes this trifecta of effective um, anxiety therapy, which is cognitive behavioral therapy. I always, always suggest this. Now, if you feel like... Do not feel like therapy diminishes your existence. That's what therapists are there for. They're here to help us and support us through that phase in the body or phase in our lives, really, um, through these anxious times in our lives, which is normal. It's fairly, it's fairly normal. So having someone to help you will just make the process more smoother. You have a support system there outside of, you know, family and friends. So... Um, yeah. All right. So with that being said, the minerals. Now, I did explain the parasympathetic and the sympathetic balance there within the dominance. Now, um, of course, having a, a diet that's rich in minerals will help your body tremendously in all aspects. Um, I talk about this in my personal Instagram a lot, but minerals in general, they have hundreds and hundreds of functions, actually thousands of functions within the body. Um, so making sure that your body has enough of those minerals, there are over a hundred, you know, to include the trace minerals and the nutritional ones like, you know, magnesium, manganese, copper, iron, calcium, so on and so forth. So making sure your body has enough and making sure you have a balance. You have to understand that, you know, um, there are some, you know, when you take certain, um, foods that are rich in iron, for example, uh, you might want to hold up on that, um, glass of milk <laughs> or, um, hold on to, you know, eat your greens later that are rich in calcium because those two together, um, the calcium might inhibit your iron absorption. So making sure you're aware of those nutritional um, blockers that happen naturally, of, of course, right? The minerals, of course, they will fight for dominance within the body. So making sure you eat them at a timely manner will help as well. I might talk about that in a different episode, actually, and expand on that. So, um, so minerals, yes, finding that balance within minerals will help tremendously in regards to, um, you know, your anxiety protocol. 
So mineral rich herbs, which I've talked about before, these are generally your, um, a lot of them are rooted, right? So this includes burdock, your chickweed, dandelion, um, and even of course, and your sea, your sea, um, herbs, <laughs> right? So this is sea moss, um, kelp that are rich in these minerals that'll help sustain the body in its functions. So yes, mineral balance is important. Now, one thing I must emphasize on is, um, I know sometimes it could get a little bit stressful, <clears throat> but in those times, I want you to find other ways to manage your stress besides um, indulging on sugar-rich and simple carbohydrate foods. I know we all love them, and I know it tastes good, and that's because it excites the brain. It's a chemical reaction. You can't deny it. However, in excess, these sugars, essentially, and carbohydrates, these sugars, they're basically all sugars, they take away from the, um, you know, the minerals that are available in your body. And like I mentioned earlier, those parasympathetic and sympathetic dominance, those, um, the calcium and potassium uh, concentrations that happen within the body. Now, whenever you're in an anxious state already, you're, if you're not sustaining or you don't have an awareness of implementing minerals in your diet to mitigate that uh, stress on the body, you're already depleting. You're already in a depletive state. And there's probably, um, yeah. So having an awareness of that, just taking away these sugars in your, in, in your, someone's diet will help tremendously in regards to, um, uh, um, anxiety. So yes, I do want to emphasize on the sugars. Now I mentioned, uh, managing stress earlier. So finding mineral balance, um, reducing or even eliminating sugars in your diet um, of course, not the natural sugars like fruits. Um, anyways, and then lastly, managing your stress. I cannot say this enough. I actually had a conversation with my dad last week. And the overall theme of that conversation was patience. Patience, y'all. Patience. It's a really hard lesson to learn at times. But in the long term, it really helps you and the people around you as well. So, of course, having patience with yourself throughout this process of finding ways that you can help your body go through these anxious states um, will help you. Now, patience. Now, finding other ways to manage your stress. Um, you know, they say they're, you know, effective ways like meditation, of course, exercise, um, what else? Even journaling. So exploring, I will encourage you if you're trying to find different solutions for anxiety, I want you to step out of your comfort zone in this area um, and really get creative with managing your stress. Um, so yeah, that's the main takeaway from this episode. I want you to challenge. I want, I want to challenge you to find ways, um, either new ones or just really 
being disciplined about managing the stress, you know, which can be hard at times, but it's necessary because it's ba- it's going to come out <laughs> in one sh- way, shape or form. It is going to come out, but it's up to you to really have that body awareness and that can be addressed via having these tools of stress management. So, um, yeah, I hope this episode helped in any way, shape or form. I will expound on this topic because I'm finding that it is extremely necessary and important. Um, And it's funny because I'm even going through this. I'm just realizing this now. (laughs) I'm actually actively practicing what I am talking to you guys about, which I normally do. I I don't like talking about things that I don't do myself because, you know, I'm not talking authentically. You know, if that makes sense. Um, So, yeah, for someone who's gone through uh, postpartum depression before, and I'm now actively, you know, managing or, how do I say, nourishing myself, really, so that way I can avoid that entire debacle, which is what was the, you know, what happened before. So, um, yeah, and then even if you have people around you who struggle with anxiety, um, be there for them, you know, um, if you do have access to herbs, um, offer them a milky oat latte (laughs) of some sort, you know, a nutritive drink that'll help them. I know my husband loves, um, ashwagandha if, if necessary. So, um, yeah, support, support one another. That's what we're all here for, right? Anyway, right? (laughs) All right, guys. That concludes this episode. All right. I will see you guys next Thursday. We'll be talking about ways to turn on your brain. Brain. (laughs) All right. Check you then. Bye for now.